Sports, Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show, with Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Oh, well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Thursday-slash-Friday version of the show for us because uh, as we've uh, gotten a little older and uh, gotten a little, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, cred, have we got cred or? Oh uh, no, we have no cred. Anyway, uh, as we've gotten a little older, we're allowed to take Friday afternoons off now. They don't really have a choice. Well, they did have a choice. Did they, did they really? They could have given us four Well, we just still went off on Friday. That was the point. <laughs> Objective of Friday afternoons off. We would have had to answer to the wives, but by the way, honey, I'm off Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, and Monday yeah, too. But that's a different story, right there. What? How long? Go ahead. Well, we're actually working tomorrow afternoon. This is true. Yeah, out in the elements, maybe. Why? We're not going to get in the press box. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the sta- I don't know what the condition of that thing is. Well, it- hopefully. Five six years ago, last time we were there, it was bad. Wasn't good. I know. That's what I'm saying. They may have it may have fallen over by I now. I would take some uh, bug spray. Bug spray. Yeah. yeah, something to kill a hornet with. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Got to prepared. kill a bobcat with. Uh yeah. So one game playoff. That's, that's what we really need. We need some bobcat uh, one game space. playoff in yeah. North Lamar on natural grass. Indeed, but we'll be over there tomorrow. So no show. Tomorrow, not that we would have had a show anyway. We were going to be off anyway. So, uh, pregame about uh, six fifty or yeah, six fifty ish. First pitch around seven o'clock, and uh, we'll do a little regional finals. I saw. I noticed somebody yesterday at the end of the interview we did with Zach Fowler. So my last thing I said to him, well, we'll meet you in Austin next week. That, yeah. that became a hashtag. Yeah, meet you, meet you in Austin. I like this. I like that. I like. Wish I'd have come up with that. I would have trademarked that bad boy. I know there, uh, Phil Jackson. Why didn't you? Meet you in Austin. Hashtag. So that's the plan now. If you're a Leopard fan or anybody in town, let's see the Leopards going on to Austin. They haven't been there in, what, it's, uh, 17 years, 16 years? Sounds about right. Yeah. Been a while. Time for a, time for a revisitation. I'd go. The old haunt. Go down to the I'd, dish I'm, job right. I'm going to Austin if they qualify. Yeah. I'm there. Well, I don't know if you remember... I was usually an every other year kind of guy in Austin. Well, it's been a few years. When we were doing the streak, yeah, uh, where uh, we were doing PG and they made it six years in a row, which is still a stupid streak. It's crazy. It is. It's crazy. I don't know if you remember, but I was like it every other year. I remember. I had to find a different partner every time. If they were going to the state finals, I was your guy. <laughs> yeah, winning, count me in. Yeah, a one and done. I think I only did one of those. The first one. First, well, well, the first one, they, they, they got made it to, to the finals. final. Yeah. Second year, they did not. No, the last year's one. Well, uh, they had a couple times where they didn't I, make it all the way through. It was a year in between. Okay. Right. But either way, yeah, I usually uh, let Kenny Brown take over that duty if, uh, if I had a vacation already booked. Whatever. It wasn't Kenny both times, I don't think, was it? I thought it was. I don't know. Anyway, it'd be cool. They haven't been down there since. Yeah. I think Craig Way misses us. Craig Way? No. Craig Way doesn't miss us. Here, we this is a potential thing since we're having this conversation. Longhorns are playing in a regional this week in Miami. Yes. If they happen to win and come out of the regional, they may be a pain in the neck next week again. Well, you just have to get off the field so they can get on with their business. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They may be a pain in the neck next week. The semifinal day Wednesday, it's a it's a one and a four o'clock game. So you basically have Dish Falk wrapped up from probably about what noon, eleven thirty until probably around seven, seven thirty. And then you gotta get off. You gotta get off the field. No celebrating. The finals day, you got the late game, they practice before you. Yeah. But you got a six thirty start time. But We've run into that before. We got to deal with the, the long ones. It's horns. a deal. They act like it's their place. It is their place. Well, they act like it's their place. It is. Well, they well, shouldn't act like it. It's their place. We don't have to act like it's their place. I'm just saying. And we remind you, every, just about it's only four A and that's all. That's the only ones that play there anymore. Yeah, everybody, everybody else is around, Rock. Yep, four A for whatever reason. This is so weird. 
4A only plays at Dish Falk. Everybody else down the road. And it's been that way for, what, 15 years, 20 years. Well, it was 3A was back in the day. Yeah. They're the only ones that play at Dish Falk. I don't know how that arrangement works. I don't either. You get uh, full... Faith Academy, what is it? What? What is the uh, Make Believe School over in Oak Cliff? Faith. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and you get to play Dish Falk. Yes, you do. <laughs> whatever. It's, works out. It's, a, it's a strange world yeah. 4A lives in. Yeah. They get all the fun stuff. Yeah. Which I, you know, I like going to Dish Falk. No, oh, I do too. I feel like I'm in Austin. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm in Round Rock. <laughs> that's, that's true. But there's a good barbecue in the parking lot. That's true, too. So Anyway, so we got that going on this week. Looking Meet forward to me it. in Austin. Uh, hopefully that is the I'm case. I'm liking that. needs to be on a shirt. Someone needs to print those up real fast. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you hand out after the game tomorrow. Meet me in Austin. Yes. What do you do with them if... For some reason, they go to they Africa, win. like all the other loser shirts do. <laughs> See, I don't even like that connotation. That's what it does. That's what like you do with them. There's impoverished places that could use a shirt. Okay, and where do they typically end up? Sub-Saharan Africa, That's someplace. That's what I've read. That's where those, you know, can't we send them somewhere? Dallas else. Cowboys Super Bowl shirts end up in Sub-Saharan Africa a lot. Uh, don't know that those have been printed up in years. many, many years. If they, were the, if there's a Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl shirt. It is threadbare at this point. I promise you. <laughs> Saved a lot of Bushmen having to wear oh that around. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that one. Yeah. Ouch. That's just the gospel That's... there. <laughs> anyway. No, you don't get to be in the same we... room with the Bidwells and the... <laughs> we, we ought to print those up, though. Somebody ought to... Basketball Super Bowl shirt? No, not those. People put us in a room. Those you don't need. Meet me in Austin shirts. Okay. That's what somebody ought to do real fast. If you got your own little little shirt printing thing, you can crank out a you know, hundred of those for tomorrow. Hundred? Well, how many think are gonna be there? I don't know. I think there'll be a hundred leopard fans. Well there'll be Kids. that much demand. A hundred shirts? Fitty. Fitty. No. Fitty together. There's how many kids are there? Fifteen. Oh, you want the 60, team? The team, the coaches, oh, yeah. the fans. Well, yeah, now you're talking close to a hundred. Yeah, the radio guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not going to give them away. Well, no, you don't give them away. You it's ten bucks pay a your shirt. Ten or yeah. fifteen bucks. No, probably 10. now it's probably fifteen. No, ten. It's ten bucks a shirt. Oh, is it? Ten bucks a shirt. All right. They don't have to be super nice, but they've got to be like maroon. Hashtag meet me in I'm, Austin. I, I really think uh, to listen to uh, Zach yesterday, white. Go with white. See, I'm bummed by this. So I reached out to Earl Gill, who's the uh, SID basically over at, uh, at Liberty Isla, and said, you know, he they got us shirts back at the beginning of baseball. Very nice job. Well, we've been wearing them all, yeah. all season. And you felt the need to panhandle another pair yeah, of shirts. So, no, I'll always pay for them. It's not a thing. I'm like, Are you paid for them? No, I didn't, but I would. <laughs> so you panhandled I didn't panhandle. He wasn't there. I I texted him and said, hey, Earl, you got any more shirts laying around? We'd like to have a couple more regional finals, you and I. So I got two of them. Okay. So I drive down there. He left him at the front desk. So I never even got to see him. He big-timed me. But he had the two shirts there. So I'm very not thinking, thank you, appreciative. We've got a new shirt to wear for the regional finals. This is going to be good. And then Zach walks in yesterday and basically gives me the, you can't wear them. Well, he says, remember his line? Yeah, he's little stitious. I'm not superstitious. Right. I'm just little stitious. I can't wear the new shirt now. He said, stick with what we've been wearing. So, you know what that means for me? in Austin. You know what that means for me now? What? I got to wear jeans Friday night. Well, I'm not wearing jeans. Well, you haven't been wearing jeans. I've, see, I've mixed up. I haven't worn the white shirt every time because I've been in the laundry yeah. for a while. I've yeah. been wearing all kinds of different shirts, so I actually should be able to wear anything I want tomorrow night. As long as you wear something. <laughs> <laughs> well, up on that press box, up there, nobody's going to see anyone. Just saying. If we put the camera on us. Nobody's <laughs> putting the camera on us. Who wants the camera on us? What moron puts a camera on yourself during a game? That's Who does that? You're just being mean now. I'm not being mean. Who yeah. wants to look at us on the game for two and a half hours? 
You want to see the game. You don't want to see the announcer. But your mom. My mom would want to see it. See? That's the only person. My wife wouldn't. Yeah. She'd be yeah. like, I've seen him enough. Yeah. Why didn't you wear this? Why aren't you doing this this way? No. My mother would want to see it, though. Yeah. There you go. That answers your question. Question asked and answered. Whatever. Just tell him. So uh, I spent my afternoon uh, watching some softball. I'm all jazzed now that the tournament started. Did you get that Oklahoma-Stanford game? I did not. I, I watched the first game, which was uh, an unusual softball game. A lot of runs scored, Tennessee and Alabama. They've seen each other so much this year, the pitchers wasn't fooling anybody. Did Tennessee blow them out? Ten to five. Okay. I At think one, I saw the, the, the three-run homer and they made it ten to three, yeah. maybe. Well, ten to two. At one point, okay. uh, they were about ready. If they got one more out, they – the game would have been shortened to five innings because they got an eight-run rule in softball. Nice, nice. And then Alabama said, "No, we will not said, go away. No, we will not, not like go, that. go away quietly." And they put up three more runs and kept the thing going. Kept it going, but it was fun to watch because I have forgotten uh, how much I enjoy the women's college world series competitive softballs. Yes, it's very fun. Yes, and uh, I, I like the attitude. I like uh, that you've got some men involved with some coaching and things like that. Why do you that. have to have men involved? Well, it's that's my whole point. It's an inclusive sport. You've got, uh, and I don't mean anything about this, but you've got different body types. You've got small, swift runners. You've got full-size young ladies playing. You've got, what I like about softball, it's inclusive. It, it reminds me, uh, of of other sports that are inclusive. You don't have all that, that inclusive. If I watch a WNBA game, it is tall, thin ladies. If you don't win the lottery at birth, you're probably not playing in the WNBA. Okay. But in softball... That's true most pro sports. I agree. And that's why I like softball. is because you see different body types. You see... Pixie little girls all made up who have... Pixie? How about with big bows? Bows. bows? And yeah, like the big bows. You've got the sprinkles. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, glitter. Uh, glitter. Oh, yeah. You've got ponytails. And you've got other young ladies that just are hardcore ballers out there. And Why can't they be pixie little girls who are hardcore ballers? Well, they all are. That's the beauty of it. But that's what I like about softball. It's an inclusive... If I had a daughter... You do. Who wanted to play a sport. I think I'd push her towards softball. And I did try to push mine towards softball. And what'd she do? She decided to be a cheerleader and a tracks person. See? Yeah, she just wanted to run. She found her groove. Yeah, she found her groove. And I'm grateful she found what she yes. enjoyed. We, we let her play softball uh, one or two seasons, and she uh, she was more of a flyer picker. <laughs> she Somebody has to do that too. Somebody's There's a Ferdinand the Bull in every yeah. place. But uh, but the beauty of softball is it is very inclusive, and I, I love the atmosphere. And uh, I got a buddy who's a softball umpire. He uh, was sending out on Facebook. He's making his first trip up there to uh, really? to see the uh, Women's World Series. I would think and that I would think be I'm a fun time. I'm going to put that on my bucket list. I would think that would be yeah, a fun time. I think I want to go to OKC sometime we're in, and watch that. We're in the double elimination, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Round one, right. double elimination. But I'm assuming it's not as bad as baseball because pitchers you get a little more out of. But they went through a bunch of pitchers today because they were hitting that softball today. Unusual to see conference foes matching up yes. this early in the uh, in the World Series. Yes. Well, they just go by seating. And I, that's I, how I they get were it. Four that's, and five. And unusual to see that, though. Yeah. You would have expected them to see somebody else. Younger, we interviewed two years ago, uh, Jana Coleman. Yeah. Who's got connections to Hooks and Tushkin area. Senior now, right? Is she finally yes, going to graduate? I think so. Uh, she was two for three today in the two to nothing win over Stanford. She had an RBI and uh, so, uh, God, they're tough. That they Oklahoma are so team. so good. Where they were just, if you hadn't followed this at all. And, and Stanford has an All-American pitcher and a freshman who uh, had the lowest ERA in the country. And still, they got beat 2 to nothing today. 
But they hung in there. They hung in there. They made a close ball game. Clemson had them down to the last strike this yeah, we past talked, weekend yeah. and, and couldn't finish him off. This Oklahoma team's just crazy good. Well, you know, I had no idea the portal was so active in women's college softball. Why? There were two players from the uh, OU 2021 national champion playing for either Tennessee or Bama. I think they were playing for Tennessee. They portaled over. The Tennessee catcher, uh, I think, used to be at Alabama. She was a center fielder. Now she's a left-handed catcher. Uh, she hadn't played catcher in years, and they converted her to a catcher this year. It, it is it was crazy to see how many portal athletes were in that game, the early game. Today. All right, and what kind of NIL are we getting for Oklahoma softball players? Like Coleman. I don't know. That's She's been good, around for a couple of years yeah, now. I don't know. Pretty, pretty high I don't know if player. these girls left because now one of them was a starter at OU in 2021. I don't know if they're Who leaving because. OU as a starter? Maybe you've got family somewhere else. Maybe you've got NIL money somewhere else. Yeah, maybe. I don't maybe they know. They brought in a freshman who was even better. But the portal is alive and well. In women's in, softball. Women's softball. I had no idea. They As they went through the rosters today, well, I remember watching her play for so-and-so yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah, had no idea. You would think softball would be. You get there, you stay there. That is not the case. I'm t- yeah, but I'm telling you, I, I have a feeling they recruited. Right now, Oklahoma can get any kid they want. And I would think if they got some, you know, phenom freshman coming in. They may have bumped somebody who was a upperclassman. Uh, that may be the case, or maybe there was money to be made somewhere else. Maybe there was contention in the uh, in the dugout. I don't know. Maybe some pixie, bow-haired, bow-wearing, ponytail-haired, glitter-makeup girl was mean. Maybe that happened. I don't know, but a girl from Tennessee today, freshman, was her last name was Brockenrow. Brockenrow? Yeah, Brockenrow. And so when she came up to bat, the bench would uh, chant, I love Brockenrow. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> See that? See, that's a thing I like about softball. Would you ever see... No. You. We did the baseball game the other day. No. The very first game uh, last Saturday, Aubrey had a little chatter in the dugout. Hey, you know, they were getting on Cal, the pitcher. But that's as much as you get. They would never sing I Love Brock and Row. No, they wouldn't. We yeah. were entertained when we did A&M last year. Yes. We didn't do it this year, but last year when we did A&M softball. Yeah. Those young ladies are extremely creative. Yes. And for whatever reason, it's a softball thing. You got to yes. come up with a cool cheer. Yeah. And I like that. That's what Baseball I'm saying. guys are too cool to do um, that. Yeah, they've got their flat bills yeah. with their Oakleys on it. They're they too would cool. never do that. No, you can't do They're it. They're war paint. No, but softball is just it's inclusive. Now I got to think fun. of some I got to think of some. What? Well, I got to think of some for the guys. What? For the what elite, for? Are you going you gonna to hum and sing? Well, I'm going to be up in that. Probably not. But I bet if I feed some moms some lyrics for some of these kids, they'll do it. I could see the LE moms breaking out in song, chant, cheer, whatever. I don't think as that's, kid. Are you I don't kidding think me? That's how that works. How about no. Hotel California? Want to do that one? Uh, I, huh? I don't, but I don't think anyone else does either. So fine. Yeah. That's how it's going to be. We'll take a break. 19 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan, 1079. Come back in a couple. Welcome back. 22 after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach and Tony Kirk with you this afternoon. 903-735-9905 as we come at you live from the Michelob Ultra Fan Cave. And uh, the SEC, just as we got ready to go on the air, made their uh, decision about how they're going to uh, do football in 2024. Eight games? Nine Eight games. games. I knew those. They basically pansied out. 
I knew at the end of the day. Now, they had a couple of on, – on the table, eight conference games or nine conference games, and the nine conference game deal had some series of conversations about permanent rivals that you would play every year no matter what, and then a rotating number of the other six. A pod-like deal where you had basically three teams you were going to play all the time is what I'd read. Yes, that was the thought. But when they all got together today, decided, you know, I don't really like nine. Nine limits us from being able to play weak, crappy yes. sisters cranking out for sure big dollar wins Yes, that we're going to be able to charge our ticket holders for and fatten up our, our, our record. Well, that's the main thing, because in a 12-team playoff, obviously they want a minimum of five. And they're more likely to get five when they're not beating each other up as much in conference. Right. I mean, that's the bottom line. You, you want five out of the 12 spots. Right. And you're more likely to get that five when you're beating up the weak sisters of as the directional opposed schools to beating of, up each other. Right. I mean... If you'd have had a pod where um, I'll use Texas and somewhere in my Texas cap today, if Texas had OU, LSU, and A&M. That's your pod. Yeah. Yeah. We you lose those three. You're not going to the uh, – You're probably not going to be one of the 12 nope. schools. You're nope. probably not going to be one of the five invited from the SEC. Nope. And we know in the past that schedule makers in the SEC have tended to take care yes. of those that – they want to guarantee to be good in the next year or two, right? And so now, if you're Texas and you lose two of those, you're still good to go. You've got a pretty good shot at being one of the five if you took care of business against everybody else. And no divisions. Yeah, it's just SEC. SEC. No divisions. Shaky will basically look a year to future and mix and match the schedule accordingly. Yes. We're not going to get six-year schedules. Oh, no. They're going to make these up a year to 18 months in advance. Well, they're saying this is a temporary schedule, which in effect means... For the next five years. No, I don't think so. I, I, I think it means no one's really sure until Texas and Oklahoma get in. They want a little more time to talk about this. I wouldn't be surprised if in two years, 25 or 26, that they don't have some more permanent nine opponent solution that does actually because I, I think there's some negotiation issues about who's going to be my three permanent rivals yes. and who am I going to rotate and play and what rivalries am I going to lose and I don't like the fact I may be losing them and so I'm going to want to guarantee I'm always going to get like Auburn and Alabama are going to get each other every year that's going to be there you're going to have one permanent rival no matter what and the other seven can be rotating around they're probably going to guarantee they're going to they're going to see a, a, a Tennessee-Alabama game every year. And don't be surprised if you see Texas know you having to go to LSU, A&M, Arkansas in these first couple of years. Well, I would think that that's where you'd and go. And there may not be a return trip. Okay. If you'd put them in the pod. Who's coming to Austin then? If, you're, if you'd put them in the pod – then you could have said, oh, you're going to have home and home the next two years right. with A&M. So what home you're saying is... They could pick and choose. You may get to, Mississippi State coming to Austin. Yeah, which it doesn't you get matter. get Missouri coming to you're Austin. You're going to sell out. Sure. But you're not going to get an advantage against one of your tougher opponents. Right. Which I understand... You in the new conference, you play by their rules. You play by their rules. Right. And and that's understood when you're Texas. Oh, you come in with your hat in your hand... You're probably going to have to play some tough road games in sure. the beginning and earn your stripes. Right. No, that's true. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I do think they, they pansied out, though. Yes. Rather than saying, here's what we're going to do. We've locked in this. They've had plenty of time to have this conversation. Yes. Kirby Smart's made this thing this week. Oh, this is the most overblown thing. No, it's really not. College football in the South matters a great deal. Yes. This is the new and, you know, improved, in quotations, SEC we're talking about. 
adding into huge Oklahoma and Texas teams into this whole thing matters a great deal. Yes. And they nobody'd make a decision. Well, you had too many feelings you could hurt. They're all going to get somebody. All of them ought to have their feelings hurt, and then you buck up and do it anyway. Well, I understand. If I was Arkansas and I was sitting there and I looked up, and Texas know you got to be in a pod with LSU and A and M, and you got left out, that hurts my feelings because I need to be in Texas to recruit. Yeah, and but if you're Arkansas, you're probably not going to get in that pod. You're probably not. You're probably going to be with Missouri and yeah. the Mississippi school, Tennessee. Somebody, you're, probably the Mississippi schools. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably Mississippi schools in Missouri. Yeah, and that's not going to help you recruiting. No, and so you had a bunch of folks in a similar position to Arkansas. They're saying, "Hey, I've been a good loyal member. You going to do me this for Texas? No, you." But see, I think the other members. I think Arkansas is the one that that does get problematic in this. I think the old rivals on the eastern part of this conference are going to have their old traditional rivals. I don't think it's going to matter that much. South Carolina is going to get who they're going to get. Yeah. Florida is going to get who they're going to get. Vandy, I, get I don't think there's going to be any great changes there. I think Arkansas, though, does become the odd well, man out in they're this. They're the ones that got screwed the most by letting Texas know you in. It does them no good to play OU. No. It doesn't do them at all. No. Any good to play OU. You're not recruiting Oklahoma anymore. No. You're already getting in no. there now, which is not much. Which isn't that big a deal no. to you. And so, but... Louisiana and Texas are a big deal. Yeah, they are. And so Texas in particular. Yeah. That's so why they've been playing in Dallas for the last yeah. however many years against the Yags. So I understand this is good news for Arkansas today. Yes. They didn't they didn't get screwed over in a pod deal. They didn't get screwed over in a, a West deal. But you say that, but if we go back to talking about protecting the blue bloods of the conference probably means Arkansas is going to be on the road at a lot of blue blood. They're probably going to get a harder schedule to have to deal with rather than getting some of the easier schools hey, to have to play with. As long as they get A&M or Texas every year, oh, they'll get them. happy. No, they'll get them. Yeah. And they can get them at home. But you may not get to play Missouri, although I don't even want to play Missouri anymore the way Missouri's smacking them around. Well, but Kentucky or Vandy, South Carolina, those may be off the schedule you for can Arkansas. Be, if you're Sankey's office, you can be creative and you can get everybody – a nugget here and there and throw them all about. Well, Texas and A&M are a nugget for the Razorbacks. That's a nugget. It would be a big one if but they you got get, them both. You may end up having to play Georgia and Bama and Florida. and L- I mean, you may end up I having to be I don't on the that. wrong end of creative scheduling making to protect the, the you gotta higher find, profile You got to find everybody eight games. Right. There's 20 teams to find them eight games. Yeah. You can give them four tough ball games and four not so tough that are should be winnable because the key here if you're looking at the conference you've got to have six wins six wins gets you in a bowl game yeah you're going to schedule three maybe a fourth depending on who you are i mean you're still if you're texas you're still going to play michigan you're going to play whoever bama this well bama of course is a non-conference yeah, this year. yeah. But I'm just saying, you're going to have those games if you're those big-time schools because the TV networks want right. those. That's right. They want those They're September, Octo- early October games. Right. So you're going to have those. We know Texas and OU have been promised each other. But that said, the Arkansas of the world, the Mississippis of the world, they need four wins that you can schedule and then two more. And they need. If... They get another one, you win seven, you win eight games. If Sam Pittman wins seven and eight games a year for the next five years, he keeps his job. Yeah. Yeah, as long as he's bowl eligible every year. He's seven he or eight. bowl eligible every seven year. Seven fine. Well, he can go to six and still be bowl eligible. Not getting a bowl game. Yeah, that's, that's what will get you run off. Yeah. But if you're still protecting your five, because you need five in the 12 – you got to make sure those five aren't getting smacked around by somebody unexpected. Sure, sure. Which means I'm 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 limiting my matchups between those five. They they probably play one of the other five, yes. of the other four, but not well, more than one. We of them. know Alabama's going to play Auburn. Right. Uh, we right. know Florida's going to play Georgia. Yes. Those you can go ahead and pencil in. Yeah. No, that's I'm not talking about. I'm talking about. Are you going to see Alabama playing Georgia? 
No. Are you going to see Alabama play in Texas? We haven't seen that now. Exactly. That's that's my point, is you've just added a couple of more teams in with the expectation of them being in the five, which means more of the scraps in the conference are going to have to play those teams. Do you expect both of them to be in the five? You expect one of them to be in Georgia and Bama. LSU, Florida, maybe. Texas, Yeah, you expect one of those two. Yeah. Because they're going to probably be every October in an elimination game. Right. That's right. Yeah. But you don't want to schedule them both real hard. You lose them both. You do early. Well, the first year or two you do. Yeah, Yeah, you don't want them in the first couple of years. But once we get rolling... You want them to be one of the, you know, one of the potential one of those, five. You want one of those yeah. being your five, or potentially two. Because if they're not in your five, then they don't make your conference look as good as you hope they're going to make your conference look. Exactly. Anyway, I agree with all that. That's what the SEC has done today. They just status quo division. They just status quoted. I can't believe they didn't do a division, even a even a temporary East West division. I can't believe they, they didn't can't. do that. What do you mean they can't? They just can't. It doesn't work geographically. Oh, you could figure it I, out. I mean, it already looks silly enough with Missouri in the East. We got, we got the, the Cowboys East. in the NFC East. Yeah, yeah but I mean, you do that. But that was done for TV purpose. Okay. They asked for that. Tex wanted that. In three years, you had Atlanta and New Orleans in the NFC West. Yeah, I got that. They've, they've done played, all that. But they eventually switched it. Well, that's what I'm saying. You'll go, yeah. va- you'll go back and switch it eventually. But You should have divisions. No, they're not going you feel to be like divisions. You, you feel like you're playing for – you're not the div- like the West Division champion. What are you this what, year? The Big 12 for the last couple of years has gone back to a championship game. But they game. didn't have enough – yeah. What did they do? For... They just took the top two teams. Yeah. They'll take the top two like teams, it. make I don't some like money. It. You want to be a divisional champ. Yeah. And this way now, the great thing about being the top two teams now, you're both getting in. Under the five That's teams. True. Once we get to five, yeah, once you we have the 12, you'll get them both. Yeah. In. You don't have to worry anymore about, ah, I lose that championship game. I may get passed over. What you really have done is you solidified those two getting in, for sure. So you won't be in the championship game because you're going to be one of the five. All right, let's take a break. It's 25 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zang and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. NBA Championship Series begins tonight. Come back and talk about that in a minute. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When hurricane winds are gusting? When floodwaters reach your door? Or a blizzard blocks all the roads? Or is the best time perhaps today during a disaster? you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Welcome you back. It's about 39 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor. We're going to have a new clock probably next week. We'll, we'll do breaks at 20 after and 20 till. It's going to be like. crazy. You people that have been listening for 20 years, I don't know if we've ever done that. And we've always had them 15, 30, 45. Yeah, we have. <clears throat> Somebody's moving our cheese. we got to get ready. Well, the network's changing. That's our problem. Yeah. It's, it's the network's gotta problem. It's going to change. It's a CBS issue. Now, um, Jordan Angel made a comment about our first segment today, that first 15-minute segment. Today? Yeah. He said that uh, college sports, and we were talking about the softball teams, yeah. Chan, he said, yeah. said they're becoming more like uh, soccer, European soccer. What? Fan interactive, that sort of thing. I get a little of what he's saying. over people. But I'm just saying this. I'm just Drunken saying this. Drunken rowdiness, no women in the stands. I don't know if George's still listening, but I got this to tell him. 
Liverpool let me down last night. I'm watching the uh, final episode of Ted Lasso. Oh. And if you people don't want a spoiler alert, yeah, don't no, don't do it. You need to turn down the dial. No, right don't now. do it. You're gonna yeah. get. You're gonna do a spoiler. Alert. I'm, I'm just telling you, turn down the dial right now. Because oh. like sci-fi guy, I told us the other day, last day of Ted Lasso. It actually was midnight that night, but I I didn't stay up for it. But I watched a bunch of it on TikTok today in little. Uh, well, I was I was relegated. Haha, see what I did there? Yeah, right, I was relegated right. in my outside patio because they were uh, cleaning my ducks today. Oh, okay. Duck work was being done, so oh. I was sat outside with the dogs all morning. It was about they four got hours. Molted or what? Huh? Your ducks got molted? Or no, molted? no, my duct work. Oh, okay. Duct work. Anyway, so I ended up watching a bunch of Ted Lasso on TikTok. It's great. It's great. Show. It's very. I'm watching mm-hmm. it in like two minute segments. Well, you need to sit down and watch the whole show. I don't have HBO. No, it's Apple TV. I don't have that either. You got it on your phone, probably. I watch on TikTok. So I watch Game of Thrones for the most I'm part. I'm just telling YouTube. you, this is. I, I told the child bride last night after the last episode. It's probably Ted Lasso, Northern Exposure, Seinfeld, my three favorite shows of all time. Really? I really like Ted Lasso. But last night, Here we I go. Turn needed. Up I needed a Liverpool victory. Why? Against Man City. Well, I'm not going to get into that because I don't oh. want to be a complete I thought spoiler. you just were. I needed a Liverpool victory. So you're talking about the fictional game, not the real game. I needed Liverpool to come oh for me last God. night in the last match of the year. But do they? Well, I don't know. I didn't watch it. No. No, you just told everybody. Because the poor Richmond folks have to walk alone. I'm just telling you. It, no, they'll never walk alone. Well, not in Liverpool because they choked. It's fictional. I was pretty well at this point, 36 episodes in. Believing that it was really them. Connected. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, the, uh, the girl's home this summer, and she's taking these sports management classes. Yes. And... Uh, She's telling me about this movie she watched on the plane uh, going down the Virgin Islands the other day. She really liked. Uh, she says sports movie. I said, "What was it?" She said, "Draft Day." Oh yeah, I said it's a great movie. She goes, "I can't believe all that really happened." I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa there, sister, that is a fictional presentation." She goes, "No, it said it was true." Who said, said, where did it say it was true? I, said, I don't remember seeing that, no. but I'm telling you, that's not true. So I said, just Google it, because you won't believe me. Of course not. You're, you're, you're kind of an idiot. Well, if you Google, is draft day true, it says it's loosely based on the 2014 draft. Really? Yeah. What? Where it says where the Heisman Trophy quarterback was passed over. I'm like, that is... What? I'm just telling you, that wasn't a true movie. No, there's but nothing Google, about that movie was. Google didn't really help me. That Now she said, well, it's based on 2014. Forget about the Heisman Trophy quarterback that got passed over, which is obviously the the piece of this story. Uh, how fictional is it? He was from Wisconsin. <laughs> We're already starting with that. But the other part is how a, 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 a franchise would give up all these years of first-round draft choices and then manage to get them all back yeah. again anyway. That's not based on anything real. No team would do that. And no team would ever get them back again. I didn't think so. No. She was convinced. It was true. Hey, you bring up Wisconsin, which brings me on to my subject I wanted to cover yesterday, but Uh-oh. we had a guest on, so I didn't get around to it. Right. Everybody knows uh, Texas lost Gary Patterson during this offseason. Yeah. It's truly my belief that Gary Patterson had been brought into Texas to bring toughness to yeah. Texas. Yeah. Well, they lost Patterson. So they go out and get another former head coach this week to bring toughness to the program. A guy you're familiar with, Paul Chris. Yeah. Is he that guy? Will he bring toughness to the UT program? I didn't think Wisconsin was all that tough. Well, I think they play a very physical style of football in Wisconsin. Yeah. It's because they get a bunch of offensive linemen. That's why. They're a running team that gets a bunch of offensive linemen. They can't attract high-profile quarterbacks. They can't attract high-profile receivers. They can attract, and, and they really had recruited very heavily in Florida and New Jersey. 
and got running backs out of those two places. Well, they had a lot. couple of backs out of Texas down through yes, the years. Yes, but they, they really were good in Jersey. They yeah, had really I agree, figured out. I agree. Um, I mean, they were okay. I don't know that they were like the toughest team in the Big Ten. They played okay. They were physical, but I don't know that they were TCU physical. I, I will say this. I've always been impressed that Wisconsin doesn't get a bunch of five stars. Yeah, none. They get a bunch of three and four. Arkansas. Yeah, and, and they really develop well. Right. They develop some, particularly on the O line. Yeah. I think they do a great job. They did. They which, get they get a good running back and they get a bunch of offensive linemen. Which is what Gary Patterson did for years. He developed guys that were three stars, maybe four stars, into NFL top players. Yeah. Texas, on the other hand, in ten years, development has been their major weakness. Yeah, a lot of five stars and can't do anything with them. Which means, in my mind, a lot of times they haven't toughened them up. <clears throat> They get, that kind of goes hand in hand. You got to get a little more physical when when you get in there with bigger, stronger, faster. You better get physical and outwork those guys to keep that God gift ability you've been given and take it to a new level. I don't know if Paul Chris is that guy or not. That's why I'm asking. Don't you think conference is going to matter? Yes. Like where they've been, they haven't needed to be that. <clears throat> they out-talented everybody else in the conference. Well, they didn't out-talent OU. They out-talented. OU kept winning the conference yeah, okay. every year. Uh, and I'll give you, OU managed to <clears throat> OU managed to get Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks yes. in particular. Yeah. But the rest of the conference, they out-talented. Now, they didn't necessarily out-tough, but there was only one or two they had to worry about doing it, like a TCU. They didn't have to worry about out-toughing. They struggled with. Like one in five Yeah, no, I get it. They struggled with Kansas State. Yeah, who was pretty tough, but now they're going to go into the SEC where everybody's going to be well, pretty tough. And so that's why I think that coaching position is so important. That's what Patterson was there for. Yeah, and, oh, I agree. And so when I saw Paul Chris at first, I thought, well, that's not a bad. No, it's not a bad hire. No, it's not a bad hire at all. I just don't know that I'd give him the credit for making Wisconsin tough. No, Alvarez he, did that yes, in advance, but he carried on the tradition. Feelman did it. Yeah. But did Chris carry on the tradition? Of- I don't know. I See, I didn't think they were as tough as I would have wanted. I saw him lose games after Bielema left there, and Chris took that job to schools like Nevada, which, you know, Nevada there's no way you should. Kind of a yeah, I don't care. And- you shouldn't lose it. You should be able to out-tough those kind of guys and bully him around the field a little bit see, I, I and be able to win. Nevada to they were running a pistol. Or- Whatever they were doing. I don't care. You're supposed to be tougher than they are. You but wear them down. It's one thing being tough, and it's one thing else. Somebody else has a, a an offense that your little old slow Big Ten defense isn't built to stop. But your big-bodied offensive linemen and should running backs should be able to mitigate that, and they didn't. So I'm a little bit concerned. They didn't do well against the Washington State's kind of – they didn't do well against some of those schools that I would have expected, especially early in the year – they should have bullied around. They did not. So I don't know how sold I am that Paul Christ is, you know, Mr. You know, I'm toughening up your team because look at what I did at Wisconsin. I don't think they were as tough as they were under Bielema or as tough as they were under Alvarez. I think they were softer than they were. Because they were out toughed by Northwestern, which Northwestern, Pat Fitzgerald. Pat Fitzgerald, that his yeah, thing. that's his thing. He was t- his teams were tougher than Wisconsin's teams. Yeah. When, when Lovey was at Illinois, which still is, I guess. Yeah, I don't think so. Whatever. They were tougher. They started to become Bielema tougher. Illinois now? Huh? Yeah. They, he just took that over. But they started to become tougher than Wisconsin was. I, I, I'm not so sure that I'm sold on Paul Christ as all that. Right. That's what I'm asking. You know him better than I do. Yeah. I, there are a lot of losses there that I shook my head at early in the year. Early in the year in particular. I thought, you guys should be killing some of these weaker teams. And they weren't. That's me. Pretty one-dimensional. Well, yeah. No, they had nothing. No quarterbacks. And garbage for quarterbacks. What's a garbage? Garbage. This Big Ten quarterback. Garbage. Wow, that seems harsh. This your home state's one man's trash. You is Wisconsin's trash. Seems harsh. We'll take a break. It won't be that way. Eleven minutes till six. Leaving the yard. Last quick break. We'll come back. Last segment coming up next.
Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. Buzz? What buzz? Purina's wind and rain storm fly control with AltoZid prevents breeding of hornflies in manure of treated cattle. Storm's technology provides the ultimate weather resistance to reduce waste. Wind and rain storm formula is more economical to feed than loose minerals. See the folks at Miller Bowie Supply about Purina's wind and rain storm fly control. Miller Bowie Supply, your Purina feed store, located at 1007 West 3rd in Texarkana. Every time you make a purchase from a local business, you are helping the entire community. Look local first. All my life I had to grind and hustle. I had to work like Kobe just to shine like Russell. They said, you made it. We are back. Eight minutes till six, leaving the yard, Zach and the professor. Don't forget tomorrow, Kirk and Company, the Friday edition. Billy should be in here. Woo pig. Looking forward to a little woo pig talk. Oh, the, man. The regional, which I think Billy will be attending this weekend. He's my man that I, I send out for these events. You think he'll be attending? Okay, he's going to be yeah, up there. Yeah, exactly. He'll be up there for some baseball. Now, where are they going to be again? Oh, yeah, up in Fayetteville. Yeah, They're hosting. Fayetteville. That's They're right. hosting. Yeah. Oh, he'll be at every one of those. Yeah, yeah. Not a thing. I don't know if he'll be at the ones Arkansas is not playing. He'll be at all of them. He'll be scouting for the Razorbacks. He's like me, still paying rent in college town in the <laughs> summer, so... He's got a place to stay. So use use that yeah. uh, use that I, rent. I wish Tech had got it all. <laughs> exactly. No kidding. All right, NBA tonight. Uh, the uh, the Heat and the Nuggets. Yes. Game one, unexpected matchup. I was reading a thing today about how the tickets had changed in price for the championship series, beginning with the Heat eliminating Milwaukee, and how the price the tickets got more expensive each round. Then they got up 3-0 over the, the Celtics, and they were like $1,000 a ticket. And as the Celtics tied the series back up, they started dropping like a rock. <laughs> that a Miami folks were... They were a little uncertain. Yeah, They didn't say what the price was now, but uh, it, this there's a really good story on ESPN about uh, Nikolai Jokic and uh, um, tra- transform- yeah, right. transformation from being just another... European guy, skilled, but not necessarily. I'm thinking a lot of Luka Doncic as I'm reading the story. Not figuring out how I've got to take care of my body yeah. to be the next level guy until some guy in a, a a ride to the airport yeah. has this conversation with him and tells him, you know, you can be MVP one day, but not doing what you're doing. Yeah, you got to get leaner. You you got to get lean. You got to start figuring out how to take care of yourself. Even him lean, his frame is so different. Yeah. You know, I, I was talking with Connor Ouellette this morning and saying that, you know, my biggest gripe about Dirk Nowitzki for years was he wouldn't go to the basket. Right. He wanted to fall away. Sure. And so you don't get foul calls. Well, this guy will go to the basket. Yeah. He'll go strong. Yes. And unlike Shaq, he can make free throws. And to me, that's what makes this guy special. He can shoot one-legged fallaways. And he does. But that ain't what he'll That's settle for. That's not his for. whole game, no. He will no. go to the basket. He'll rumble the basket. In the fourth quarter, he can get to the line. He can help your team at the line. Yep. He's just a different beast. Could be three-time in a row MVP. Probably I think should the, have been. Yeah, I think the, the sentimental yeah. choice gave it to Joel Embiid this yeah. year. But it was, was the argument, yeah, it, it was, was just the argument that Jokic could have won it again yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, but when, and they're very similar in that respect. Yeah, yeah. When Luka Doncic decides to get serious about his body and, and figures out yeah. – and, and, and they haven't been to a place yet where, like, Jokic took it upon himself. He's the reason he felt his team lost a playoff series because he didn't have anything left in a game seven. When Doncic finally gets there, there may be this epiphany of, it's time for me to actually change the way I look and my stamina – and become a lot more lean and quick yeah. and not just a plotter, because he's a plotter, which what Jokic was early on in his but career. in playoff basketball, sometimes a plotter benefits. 
I don't like Luke at the line late, to be honest. He he gets to the line, but he doesn't always convert as the rate I like him to. But, you know, I know people I've been reading the last couple of days, people say, well, see, the Mavericks screwed up because Jimmy Butler got, you know, Miami from the playing game to the finals, and Luka could have done that. No. I just don't see it in the West. Luka couldn't have done that. I don't see it in the West. Would they have beaten the Lakers? Dallas. I, I don't see it's, it. It's problematic with no big against AD. That's problematic. Would they have beaten Phoenix? No. With Durant and Booker? I don't see uh, it. They Now, you, you say they beat Phoenix last year. But, I know, but they didn't have but Durant. Brunson, Brunson was playing at a different so level. So subtract Brunson, add Durant. I don't yeah. see Dallas doing yeah. that. And Kyrie just is a neutral thing for me. Anyway, so series starts tonight in Denver, game one. We'll see if the if the Heat have their, their oxygen tonight, if they got their breath right on how long they've been in Denver. But this is an altitude game for them. Game two will be better, but you got to play their back-to-back days, get them a little acclimated to this. Jimmy Butler, very cool, wouldn't accept the conference championship trophy, didn't want to touch it. I want the NBA trophy. I'm becoming a bigger and bigger Jimmy Butler fan. All right. I just am. Like what he does. Don't like when he plays against my team. Like like what he does on the court, though. He's had a great all. I mean, great postseason. Yep. All right, we're out of time. Music's playing. We're done for the week. A reminder: we got baseball tomorrow night. Not here on the fan. We'll be on 107.1. That's the news talk station. Liberty Ilo against uh, Salina. The one-game regional final series tomorrow night from North Lamar. Seven o'clock start. Six fifty. We'll do pregame and uh, hopefully uh, we'll do the whole hashtag 